0: The home of Arizona Diamondbacks baseball, Arizona sports, the local sports leader, Diamondbacks front office focus
1: with Wolf and Luke.
0: D-backs taking on the Royals here in about an hour, trying to get back into first place. Catch the Dodgers again, just a half game back and joining us right now on the Arizona sports line is their general manager, Mike Hayes. And Mike, thank you for the time. How are you doing? Hi, guys. Good. How you doing, Mike? Mike, um, we're about what well, we're twenty-five games in right now. So I'm sure we've asked you a version of this question before. But um, when when is the sample size big enough where you can start to draw some conclusions out of what you've seen?
1: Yeah, I, I mean we're getting there. I think in the next twenty to twenty-five games, probably usually by June 1st,
0: okay.
1: um, is is a is a good marker for us. when We get about sixty days into the season, uh, but but we're starting to see some things. I think that we feel like are real. I think um, some of the improvements we made on the infield defense, I think, are real. Um, you know, I think that, you know, from an offensive standpoint, I think we're hitting the ball pretty well. I think we need to continue to push uh, ways to score outside of hitting the ball. I think that's been some of the gaps from a, from from the games offensively. And then the starting pitching has gone through some ro- some rocky times here. Um, that <clears throat> we know there's some youth there. We know we were going to kind of go through some ups and downs. Uh we'll get that sorted out. those guys will kind of hit their rhythm. That's an area that we need to continue to we need to continue to improve upon we've been we've been we have a decent amount of come from behind wins, which is great you like to see that in the team. I also feel like playing from behind all the time is gonna is going to eventually catch up to you. So those are some of the things that I think we're looking at right now.
2: So Mike, the first twenty-three games, as we know, very very difficult, right there. You finished twelve and eleven in those games. Would you have taken that if I told you that's what your record was going to be before the season started?
1: I would have taken that. Yes. Like if you if you if you put a gun to my head and told me like this is this is going to be you know you got to make a choice right now. Yes, I would have taken that. I think the way we played was. Um, pretty solid. Um, we played tough. We played really good defense. Um, we threw the ball, I thought, fairly well. Obviously, there's a few games in there that you want to have back, but you go through a season, that always happens to you. It's hard to say. You know, you, you just reverse some of those games, and you could have been sitting in a much better place. This is not how the game works, um, but it is what it is. You know, We, we need to, and I think this is going to be, this is the challenge for good teams, and this is the challenge of the Major League Baseball team. It's not a football season. Right, We have five and a half more months to go, a little less than five and a half months to go. We need to continue to play well. And it doesn't really matter what the schedule is. There's no easy games on our schedule where we sit on paper. Every game is a tough game for us. Um, we need to rise up and play well in all of those games. And regardless of who we're playing or where we're playing. Um, and I think we're still we're still searching for some of that consistency.
0: We're talking to uh, D-backs general manager Mike Hazen. Mike, uh, we talked to you about this a couple weeks ago, Luis Gonzalez as well, and you both had a very similar answer of the one guy I'm not worried about is Zach Gallen, and he has gone three straight starts without giving up a run again. So h- how do you as a team, you know, obviously you want to rely on that, but how do you not get so dependent on him on, on just assuming he's never going to give up a run and just be perfect all the
1: time? Yeah, I, yeah. Uh, well, I want to become dependent on him. We want to be dependent <laughs> on him. Uh, it's a good place to be for us on a day that he pitches. Yeah, I think what, I think the question you're getting at is – You know, we need to continue to show up offensively when he's pitching. um, And that, because sometimes you can get into that. We've seen that happen before where, you know, you kind of feel like, hey, you know, he's going to go out and do his thing. And we we still need to go out there and create separation offensively on those days. And and we'll do that. And And then underneath that, yeah, we need those other four days to mirror that stability Um, probably three, given what Merrill obviously can do um, when, when, when he's right. So, so those other three days are critically important for us um, to have that level of stability. And for the last six or seven days, we haven't had that. We've made some moves. Uh, We're going to have to make more and, and to create, create some of that, but we're going to get there. These guys have good stuff. And I think as you, from a, either a delivery standpoint, or 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 an execu- just a pitch execution standpoint, those are things that we have some control over, and so with with improvement there, I think we'll see things uh, move in the right direction.
2: Mike, you guys sent down Jake McCarthy. Um, why'd you send him down? What do you want him to work on?
1: Yeah, uh, that, that those. those from where we stood at the very beginning of the season, what he did for us in the second half, those are tough decisions. Um, we just felt like we had to get him going. Um, we felt like we were giving it time. We pushed ourselves to give it more time. You know, we were challenging some of that stuff internally about what <clears throat> what the right thing to do was. Um, and we just got to a point where we felt like we needed to kind of get him off the treadmill and get him reset and then have him come back up here. Obviously, if nobody remembers this, but we did that twice last year to him, and he came back better both times. I'm very confident that's going to happen. He's a dynamic player, but, but he's a better hitter than what he's shown. Um, clearly what he can do on the bases and defensively, but he's a better hitter. We saw that in the second half of last year. We're going to need that bat uh, along with those other skills to be the team that we want to be, and, and we just felt like this was the right move at the right time.
0: Talking to Dbacks general manager uh, Mike Hazen. Mike, you, you talked about the young rotation, and one of those tough decisions was obviously moving on from Madison Bumgarner. H- how much of of the fact that you were going to have a young rotation? How much did that weigh into that decision?
1: Um, not, not not you know not a lot. Look, we just got to a point where we made that decision. You know, we spent a lot of hours over the last three years trying to get that in going in the right direction and. You know the, the, I, I, you know, the coaching staff and, and, and the, the guys down there, the amount of time and effort and resources they poured into trying to get that. I mean, ultimately, I have to take responsibility for all this. It's on, it's on me. Um, and it wasn't a decision that we took lightly. Uh, you know, there was a lot of debate and discussion into it. Losing a veteran starting pitcher, especially this early in the season, isn't something you necessarily sign up to do or want to do. Uh, but now... We made that decision and, and there's no looking back on those decisions and we need these young guys to kind of step up you know we hear a lot from young players they just want opportunity right uh, when we send them down at the end of spring training or we option them at some point in time during the season it's just what is it well we just want opportunity well now there's a lot of opportunity and that opportunity is going to create some growth within that group there's going to be competition within that group and there's a lot of talent within that group and so i think that's going to be a good environment to build the backside of our rotation as we go forward.
2: Mike, have teams adjusted to Corbin Carroll? And if so, why isn't it working? <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, yes, teams have adjusted to Corbin Carroll. You know, we've seen it in little little pieces to it. They're, they're going after him. Sometimes I wonder if the part of that adjustment is to stay away from him for right now. <laughs> um, and that's not a good place for us to be because we want teams challenging him. And so part of that Part of that calculus for to to require teams to challenge the middle of our lineup, Walk and 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 Corbin and and Cattell and those and those other guys, is everybody within that lineup is contributing in a way that forces the opposition to go and attack. Um, look, he's gonna there's gonna be little things they figure out about him. There's gonna be little things that he figures out back. He's a really dynamic player. I think the move to the three hole was a great move by Torrey. I think the timing of it was a good, good move. Our offense has improved since that's happened. I don't think that's a coincidence. Um, And, and he brings so much to our team. Um, And we're, we're excited to to watch him go play every day. And, and I think, you know, the energy and the speed and the excitement that he brings to the table is part of what we want to, we want to multiply. to create the most dynamic team we can.
0: Well, we've gone through most of that young outfield, so i, I got to ask you about Alec Thomas. I know season-long his hitting numbers don't look great, but over the last week he has his first two home runs of the year. He's had a few, few games in there with hits. Are, are you seeing signs of him turning a corner at the plate?
1: Look, yeah, look, uh, with young play, with the young hitters specifically, it's a it's a it's a it's a kind of like watching the stock market, you know. Kind of <laughs> it goes up and down and nobody wants that volatility, you know. Everybody wants to see guys just make continual improvement. It just doesn't always work that way. It is a tough league, as much as we talked about, has the league gone on to attack Corbin Carroll. They're attacking Alec Thomas too. He's now getting a certain amount of at-bats under his belt where The book is known on him as well. Uh, Yes, I am very encouraged by a couple of things. One, prior to this happening, he was still hitting the ball extremely hard, Uh, one of the top in our entire team. So that's a good, at least a good marker for for where things could fall. He was getting a little unlucky first. Don't blame it on him luck. But there was some, some of that. And now those things are starting to fall, and a couple of those balls are going out of the ballpark. Um, you know, what he can do for our team. We need all these guys to perform at a level to take our team where collectively where we need to be. We're not going to be reliant on two or three players on this team. It's just not going to happen this year. It's probably not going to happen moving forward. We need to have the deepest, most consistent, um, team that we can possibly field to get where we need to go.
2: Mike, how big a surprise is Geraldo Perdomo to you? Because I I got to tell you, he just looks like he has developed so much, especially his hitting right now. Is this a surprise to you? Yeah, I,
1: I think the challenge with Perdomo is we all forget about how young he is. Uh, listen to me making excuses when I talk about not making excuses. I I, I do think for young position players, you know, at 21, 22 years old, there's not a lot of those guys playing every day or close to every day in the major league level. He is, he was a good offensive player in the minor leagues. He had an incredible knowledge of the strike zone. He just, you know, we always knew he was going to get a little stronger. He's gotten a little stronger now. I think that's helped him mechanically. Mm. And then he has a, Great eye at the plate. He's always had that. That's, that's a good marker for us when we're looking at minor league hitters, that we like to see guys that have the ability to control the zone there, knowing that in time, they'll have the ability to do that up here. And he's done that for us. So, you know, he, it's one of the benefits if you're in a better lineup when you're hitting at the bottom of it, that pitchers are forced to go after you. And he's, he's been the beneficiary of that. And um, he is making some adjustments to where when they come after him, he's he's making them pay a little bit. Um, again, along with Thomas, along with McCarthy, Carroll, you know, Perdomo, like that group needs to work together to be the best offense we can be.
0: Mike, we always appreciate your honesty, man. Thank, thank, thank you, you for the time. Good luck today.
1: All right, guys. Thanks. Talk to you.